Can you believe it? Napod Pomo is half over. Day 15, and I'll tell you, it's a good time to talk about mental health because some of these challenges can be very challenging. Today I want to highlight a podcaster, Tim Crass. He will be on our regular season program on December 8th, and he is a remarkable man. You want to catch the full episode when it comes out on Dead America Podcast December 8th. Make sure you catch the full episode. But let's get into this teaser episode with Tim Crass, and he is the podcast host of Time Out for Mental Health. So let's take a little time out for our mental health and get on with Napod Pomo. I hope you're ready for today's episode of Dead America doing Napod Pomo. Let's get into this. special guest with us, Tim Crass. He is a mental health advocate, and he is a podcaster. His podcast is Time Out for Mental Health. Tim, could you please introduce yourself and let people know just a little bit about you, please? Sure. Yeah, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, and we moved quite a bit to Columbus, Ohio, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and to New York on Long Island, where I went to high school. And then I went to uh, Georgetown University for an undergraduate degree in business. And then I went to the Ohio State University for a master's degree in sports management and started working in television on the distribution side, worked for 12 years for Fox Television, and uh, worked for five years at Univision, which is Spanish language television, uh, until I uh, started working as a mental health advocate after I discovered that I had severe depressive disorder that's reoccurring. And I really didn't know that. And my doctor told me that that was causing my addictions which were going on for 41 years, and I finally got those taken care of uh, eight and a half years ago, and uh, that's when I decided to tell my story and to get it out there because not a lot of men talk about the issues of masculinity and depression and suicide and how toxic masculinity affects the relationships between men and women. And, uh, you know, if depression goes unchecked, it, it turns into risky behavior, such as alcoholism and pill addiction and drug addiction and violence and rape and, you know, shootings and suicide and all these things. And 
this has been a very taboo subject, and I, I want to open up the lid on this and, and talk about it because so many people are suffering from it and as well as the people around them. That is so true, Tim. You know, it's one of my favorite subjects. It's one of the things that we really need to talk about. So that's what we are going to talk about today is masculinity, the norms, toxic masculinity. Let's start off, Tim, with kind of letting people know what is masculinity. Oh, that's that's a hot that's a hot topic. I mean, that's a thirty-five thousand dollar question <laughs> um, because everybody has has a viewpoint on it, and that's why I'm talking about it is to define what is healthy masculinity because so many men are they're dependent upon the masculinity norms that they grew up with from their father, you know, and in the media today, which was pretty heavy-handed, and uh, men were emotionless, didn't talk about their feelings and emotions, and as a result of, of, I call that unhealthy or toxic, uh, toxic masculinity, which is, uh, you know, not integrated, unhealthy behavior. And uh, where men talk over women and, um, you know, men's egos are leading their life and they think that life is about having, you know, as many toys as they can have, big cars, uh, you know, big gold jewelry and diamonds and uh, eat it eat at the, the great restaurants throughout the world and travel throughout the world and, uh, you know, have as many women as they can have. And that's not really inclusive uh, of women. I mean, if a guy goes out and takes a date out for dinner and he sits down and doesn't let the woman talk and just talks about himself and how great he is, well, no woman is really interested in that. You know, she women want to be heard. They want they want the man to care enough about them so that they will take the time to listen to what they have to say, ask them questions, clarify what what they're talking about and empathize with them about what some of their issues are that they're dealing with in their life but if a guy just gonna talk about hey i'm great and i got everything and and he just continues for 30 minutes and doesn't let a woman talk then that's very toxic and you know same thing happens in the workplace with um you know the good old boy network which is still alive and well and kicking in in today's business in this country um, you know, you've got a, a, a president of the company who's a, a male, and he's looking for a supervisor uh, to run his sales team, and he chooses his buddy, who may not even have the, the best sales, uh, the best managerial skills or leadership skills to lead that team, but. He knows he can trust him, and the guy will carry out whatever directions that the president 
wants him to carry out. Now, that guy's in place, and then, you know, on his team are people of color and different genders. And the good old boy network, well, they don't recognize those people. You know, a woman has a good idea. She gets talked over in a meeting, can't explain her idea, even though it may be the best idea. After the meeting, she goes and talks to that that leader who's got toxic masculinity and, and is involved in competitive masculinity games with all his buddies on the team. And she talks about her idea, and the guy says, well, that is a good idea, but you're a woman. And so he immediately throws it out, and she's miffed, and she's left with three choices. You know, she can go to HR and talk about the issue, and she doesn't know whether she's going to be terminated or they're going to give her support. So that's a risk. She can go in the back of back to her uh, work desk and just scribble on her tablet and waste time knowing that her contribution is not valued and she's just going to check in and check out for a paycheck, in which case that organization is losing about 20 30% of productivity and revenues and profitability. But everybody's happy because all the guys are happy. Or the lady can go look for another job in, in an environment that is more uh, suited for her making a contribution and being who she is. Now, people leaving your company is, a, is an expensive issue as well because it, it takes time and money to find new people, onboard them, train them, uh, you know, the cost of finding them. It, it, it just, these are expenses that no one wants to add to the bottom line. But if you don't have a healthy environment with healthy, integrated masculinity uh, men that are leading, or if there's a woman leader, a female leader, and you've got a bunch of good old boys on the team who don't want to listen to that female leader, you got the same thing. Productivity is not going to be maximized. Product, uh, profitability will not be ma- uh, maximized because the, the toxic masculinity guys are, they don't know what healthy integrated masculinity is. And what I mean by that is integrated, meaning the masculine behavior and the feminine behavior. Now, we all know that men, I mean, how I look at masculinity, there's three elements that I look at it and say that if a man owns these qualities, then he's well on his way to being uh, a healthy, integrated, masculine man. And one is one is strength, which 
we all know that men have a lot of strength and they can lift heavy objects and lift the piano down the stairs, etc. But strength and also meaning that here's a man that is willing and knows that he has to have a conversation with his wife or his daughter, somebody at work, or another man that he knows that message may not be taken very well. And and it's not what the man wants to hear or the other person wants to hear. But the man delivering the message knows that he he's strong enough to know that that message has to be delivered. And this person has to hear the truth for progress to be made or the person's development. So strength in two ways is needed for a, a healthy, integrated, masculine man. The other, the other uh, quality that I look at as someone who has healthy masculinity is a man who has a sense of humor, a man who doesn't take life so seriously. You know, life is to be, to be enjoyed. Now, not 100% of the time, you know, you're just wasting time. No, you, you have to balance that out. You've got your work or your school. But even then, you know, you can't be so intense about it that you forget that, hey, in, in the workspace, in the classroom, there's a time to buckle down and, and focus and work. And there's a time to be light and enjoy you know, the moments that are there that are naturally enjoyable and funny to lighten to lighten the atmosphere. And then the third aspect or, or quality of a man who's masculine, I believe the man has to have some connection with spirituality. And there's many ways to connect. However, that man wants to connect, uh, he wants to call him God, the higher power, the Lord, Jesus, Buddhism, whatever it is, as long as he's comfortable with it and can use that to, and believe in that, to ground himself. And he needs to, you know, stop and listen the messages all around him and connect with that spirituality, whatever it is, so that he can be a complete person, a complete man. And I think if, if a man has all three of those qualities, all the strengths that he needs, having a sense of humor, and connecting the spirituality in some way, I think that that man is on his way being a masculine man. Masculinity and what we just talked about, what is healthy masculinity and what is not healthy masculinity and suicide and where to get help. And that is what my what my book is about is to to communicate with all of these men out there, hundreds of millions who are afraid to ask for help, who are afraid to be honest with themselves and others, and are afraid to do what it takes to 
have happy and healthy relationships, even if they have overwhelming stress, overwhelming anxiety, overwhelming depression, or other mental health illnesses, which are on the rise. They're spiking like crazy because of the pandemic and what's going on in the world. That's true. You know, I'd like to add a little bit there. Uh, true friends and colleagues, they will help That's right. instead of hinder. And if you are afraid of what people will think about you, maybe you ought to think about what people think of you. And that kind of helps you realign with people a little bit because people don't always think bad about you and nine times out of ten I take it that they actually want good for you and our minds tend to tell us other things so getting over that fear of or intimidation of others it's vital so yeah, that's that's quite remarkable, and I love what you're doing out there. Do you have anything you want for people to do, a call to action? Sure. I, I have a website, timcraft.com, T-I-M as in Mary, K-R-A, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, dot com. Everything is there, my story, what we just talked about, all of my podcasts, the Time Out for Mental Health podcast, which has over 100 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, or you can get it wherever you get your podcast. I um, My podcast airs on the Mental Health News and Radio Network, as well as I have a radio show on a international audio uh, a radio station at healthylife.net. And, you know, I'm just looking to schedule speaking engagements to, you know, big pe- big amounts of people in business or men's groups. Any, any, anybody that can benefit from my story and can learn, uh, you know, that there is another way to, you know, live with our maladies and that we, we can get help and, and manage our situation. And I, I do coaching personally or for executives and, uh, you know, I'm proud of, the lives that I've turned around because, you know, these people were like me. They were down and out in the gutter. And, you know, their their marriage, their wife was going to leave and they got fired from their job and they were fearful of losing their money and their house. And, and now they're thriving, you know. And, you know, trusting another man is, is I know it's hard for, for men, but it's really important to reach out and be part of a men's group or getting help from your therapist or a doctor. Uh, 
my phone number, my email is is on my website, and I'm one of those guys. I'm available 24/7, 365. It doesn't matter when you need help. I I'll pick up the phone. It doesn't. I can find another hour of sleep somewhere else during the day. That's not important. Um, what what is more important is to help others and be of service to them. You know, love thy neighbor is my mantra because everything I've been taught that everything else is pales in comparison to to love thy neighbor. That's right. People helping people. That's I right. love and that's what we all need to get back to. We're struggling together and the most important thing in our whole life is our mental health. Let's make sure that we lose the stigma of all of this mental health stuff and start talking to one another, opening up and challenging these difficult moments and being a man or a woman of structure and means and help people identify, pull them out of their struggles. That's what it's about. I do commend you for what you're doing. And I thank you very much for being on Dead America podcast with us today. Hey, Ed, I loved it. And anytime you want to have me back or I'd love to have you on my podcast, Anything we can do to further this communication, help other men and other people, I'm all for it. So whatever you need from me, I'm there for you. I agree 100%. You know, let's step up and speak out and help each other out. Jim, you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Ed. You too.